Do you feel like your metabolism is slow? You feel like you hardly eat and the weight just piles on? Everyone desires a faster metabolism. It's easier to lose weight and keep it off. You don't have to be as reliant on cardio. Enjoy some more food, right? In today's episode, we dive into some things you can actually do to boost your metabolism on your own. We're also going to discuss peptides. Is there a cheat code? Something we can take to boost our metabolisms? Tune in to find out. Grab your coffee and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. Happy Friday, y'all. Happy Friday. Everybody's favorite time of the week. I know. The weekend is here. I can't believe it's Friday again. I know we were like a broken record, but you guys, these, it's, what do we call it? What do we call it? Flow state. Flow state. We're in flow state because we must be, I must be flowing because these days are flowing. I felt like we were just here a few days ago. I know. Quick. Like I always rely on you to say happy whatever day it is because I usually do not know what day it is. It throws us off. I know. I got some ice. Time flies. It just goes forward. It doesn't stop or slow down for nobody. You know what I mean? I got iced coffee today. How are you drinking hot coffee in a heat wave? What heat wave? I'm not hot. But there's a heat wave. I, I drink coffee in the summer all all day too. In the hot summer, in the middle of summer. I don't <laughs> like cold coffee. All day too. Hot coffee, even in the summer, because the, the baristas always ask me, hot or cold? Hot. Memorize it. I don't do cold. But oh, did you just say baristas? Barista. Is, it, is that how you say it in Spanish? I'm, I guess. Barista. The Starbucks baristas. Okay. We are having a heat wave here in California. I don't know if you call it a heat wave, but it's October. Yeah. Got it's, hot for a few days. It's in the 90s. I, I predicted this. What I said, we're going to have an Indian summer. I knew it was going to happen. Yes. An Indian summer. Did you know that term is actually controversial? I bet it is. I don't even know why it's called that. I've just been going with it because it's been said over the years, Indian summer, because it's got basically what it is. We call it a California extension of summer because yeah. uh, it's what? We're going into November and it's still 80s here? Yeah. There, it, it, there is an origin of that. It had to do with like during the harvest months, the Native Americans, there it would be warmer weather during harvest or whatever. And so then they call that's why they call it the Indian summer. But with oh. everything, cultural stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. technically considered like an inappropriate. Really? Oh. Don't you notice there's a lot of things like that, like he, sayings that we had as yeah. kids and stuff that like were, yes. are now un- inappropriate? Yes, but I'm going to still call it Indian summer. That's okay. what I've been knowing as as well, yeah, since I was a kid. Well, yeah, it's not disrespectful no, to I'm anything. No, I'm not disrespecting nobody. Or it, ju- it literally just means that it's warmer in October during the harvest months. Yes, that's so. all. Yes, yes. Anyways, I was going to tell you that I didn't touch upon it too much. Actually, I don't think I ever talked about it, but I had another reading with my psychic about my mom and stuff a couple weeks ago. I don't think, did I talk about it on here? No. I don't think I did. No. Anyways, I had just a quick reading. I wanted to like just touch base with my psychic because I felt like I had been having a few signs of my mom and I thought, I wonder if he'll mention it because I actually, I made it a point not to talk about what I had signs of because I wanted to just truly know if I don't talk about it, is this psychic just going to know it? True. Cause you can't go back and listen to podcasts. Right. Cause if you it's talk hard. about it, it's, it's, it's going to have the, the, the answer. Yeah. I'm a public figure. Right. So it's a little harder. Yep. And sometimes I have my doubts and stuff. So I thought I'm not going to mention it because there's been a few times recently where Phoebe, my poodle, my multi-poo, has smelled like my mom. My mom had a very distinct smell. It wasn't one scent. It wasn't like, oh, her perfume. It was a combination of all the products that she used for years had melted into one specific smell. She did have a distinct smell. Very distinct smell. And Phoebe smelled like her. She did. And I not only... Not only did I smell it, you smelled it. And then Tyler, who's my son, who's so anti all this, he doesn't like believe in any of this stuff. But when I said that, he's, hey, I was going to say that the other day, like I smelled it. I smelled her at the same day that you did. That's crazy, man. Anyway, so I did have a, a quick reading and he did bring it up. He said, your mom is very present with you recently. You've smelled her. 
And that's what he said. That must have blew you away when he said that. Yes. Like, how the heck does this guy know? This really did happen. Yeah, it was so crazy. I was like, yes, I, I have smelled her. But he had mentioned something else. And this is the second time he mentioned the same thing. And I never validated it for him. And I wasn't until today that it finally dawned on me. In two different readings, he mentioned to me that my mom is something about my bathroom. Like you, you feel your mom in your bathroom, signs in your bathroom. And I would always say, oh, I guess I'd have to think about it. I don't know. And then it real, it dawned on me that I do. In the bathroom? I, yes. Like really? I never I, smelled her in the bathroom. Not smell her. I feel yeah. her in my bathroom. Haven't you ever heard me talk about how when I'm in my bathroom, that's when I get deep in thought because I'm blow drying my hair. Yes, yes, yes. And I get in my feelings. I'm usually listening to music. Yep. And <clears throat> this morning I was blow drying my hair and I felt that same feeling again. And then I stopped and I turned around. I looked at my bath. I looked at the things in my bathroom. And then I thought, you know what? This must be it. This is the sign. I never paid attention. But right behind me when I'm blow drying my hair, there is a picture of angel wings. Ah. Did you notice that the picture in the bathroom is angel wings? Yeah, I do. I, but I didn't think nothing of it. See, I always see the picture. I never paid it. I don't think if you would have asked me before today, hey, what's the picture hanging in your bathroom? What's it of? I could not tell you. I would not. I, it's not something I ever honed in on. I put it up years ago. So it's angel wings. And then there's a, two other photos that are pictures hanging that have sayings. And one of them says, choose happiness. And the other says one day at a time. Yep. And just the culmination of those three things, I'm like, that must be what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Like the angel wings in the bathroom. And that's yeah. where I feel sad sometimes, or I stop and think about her. It's when I'm in my bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was fascinating because he's mentioned it twice. And it never dawned on me that there is angel wings, guys. See the angel... They have I have a freaking angel wing on my arm that's crazy. that you I do. got after she passed away. Yep. And so I made the connection. I'm like, oh my God, it's the angel wings. Wow. Like it is because it's symbolic. My because I when she passed away, I thought that she is my angel. And that's when I had the angel wing put on my arm. And then I had her handwriting on my wrist. But and then it just all connected for me today. And it was it blew my mind. I bet. It's all making sense now, huh? Yeah. You're pretty in tune with your senses or something when she's around. You feel her. Yeah. And the, it's crazy. The interesting thing is why Phoebe? Phoebe keeps smelling like her. And then th yesterday I was just busy or whatever and Phoebe was laying down behind me and I ran out of the room to get something and I leaned over to give her a kiss as I normally do when I walk by the dogs. And she smelled like my mom again. And this time it was like so it's like normal. I was just like, oh, hi, mom. I know you're here. I literally wow. just said hi to my mom because I'm like, this is uncanny. Damn. That it, it's, and why Phoebe though? I wonder, you know, she would have loved Phoebe. She probably sent Phoebe. That's oh why. yeah. That was going to say, she probably has something with you to do with you picking Phoebe. Yeah. Like Phoebe just landed in your laps. Yeah. Your I don't mother would have loved her for sure. Because she would have loved her. She loved, would. oh yeah, that she's blonde. She yeah. loved blonde and that yeah. she's curly. Oh, I don't know. She would have just loved her. Curly and like spunk of energy. But anyways, I thought that was interesting. You guys, I don't know what your beliefs are, whatever. And we all have our doubts and we question things, but I have had some pretty crazy things. And usually it's in hindsight that I look back and go, oh, shoot. And this one took a long time for me to make the connection, but... It makes sense because I feel something different in my heart, in my bathroom a lot of times. Now, the post-living, now that it's a law of thermodynamics, does that apply to our spirits as well? Because what does it say? The law of thermodynamics, the first law. There's three laws. There's four laws. The energy cannot be dis uh, created Cre nor destroyed. Yeah. It just re it just to goes somewhere else. Yeah. That's crazy, right? right. It, ha it has to be going somewhere. It's chilling somewhere. It goes somewhere. Our, our vessel dies. The, the car dies that we're in, but the energy goes somewhere. Yeah. And one day we're all going to find out. That's very true. Whether so, what, what our beliefs are or not, doesn't matter. We'll yeah. find out. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the special forces recap. You guys, it's such a good show. I highly recommend it if you have not watched it. But on this latest episode, a couple, I last episode, we talked about how you're not failing if you try something and you don't succeed at it. True. As long as you don't quit. As long as you don't quit. You only become a failure when you quit. Yep. 
I do at least have to say the Kelly Rizzo, the one she did actually end up quitting, but it wasn't without really trying first. Yeah. I think her body was just giving out. Yeah. Whatever health issues she had, just, just she couldn't push through no more. It, it's so much better to me when you, when you quit after you've at least given it, like truly you left it all out there. Yep. I feel like she left everything out there. <clears throat> Give it your best. Yeah. Give it your all. It's all you can do. Yeah, I was actually listening to Nick Vile on his podcast, The Vile Files. I love that podcast for like reality TV stuff. And he's a contestant on the, the show right now. He said there were 18-hour days, terrible food, like boiled. Everything was boiled Ugh. meat, boiled veggies, terrible food. They had no contact with like producers, no contact with family. They, it was, it's very authentic. Yeah. It's not for show. They don't go, okay, cut. We're done filming for the day. No, that is not how the show is very authentic. So what you're seeing, he said, like at times I felt like, man, I just want to hug. Like you just feel like beat down. I bet. The yeah. instructors ain't playing either. They take it real serious. No, he said it was pretty crazy, but it was another great episode. Like I felt like they really got put through the ringer so that they, he said they make it actually seem easier watching it than the reality. Really? Yeah. So it's a lot harder than. It's, he said it's even harder than what you like the boats. It didn't seem yeah. like it was that far away. No. They had to carry these 220 pound boats, two miles. It was two miles. Oh, no wonder Kelly was breaking. Yeah. Her, her knees were oh, It took up. three hours. To it was carry three hours. Yeah. Damn. Okay. It, I get it now. Yeah. Because on the show, you're right. It doesn't like, that's not that far. What are they, what are they complaining about? What no. are they whining? It was two miles. It was crazy. That's pretty, that's a hard feat to accomplish, honestly. Right. It's not that easy. And I have noticed a little something with the cast. I feel like they cast people who most people have been through some sort of like trauma. Like they yeah. are there. I think that's why they do the show. They're doing the show to deal with their trauma. Of course. Deal yeah. with their demons. Yeah. Wash away their demons because everybody has them. Yeah. It's really, it's a good, it's, it's really good show. And because Nick said there's no incentive. So he clarified like the pay structure. He said, you get a, sal a, a salary for doing the show. But once you do the very first set, once you start, your salary is the same. So you don't get an incentive for staying longer. You could literally start and quit and collect your paycheck. You get two things out of that show. Exposure for your brand. Right. Two, your mental fortitude to see what you're made of. And right. if you complete this show and you pass when you felt like quitting, going to make you that much stronger in life. You see the yeah. difference, people? They don't, the ones that don't quit, how far they go in life. Remember yeah. that. Yeah. The quitters I, always have that exit strategy that out and never get that far in life. They always have that mental block and they quit. Once things get hard, they quit. But the people who fight always go on to succeed. Now, there's seven people left or something. They're, they're only halfway through the course and there are half the people are gone. Just to give you guys some perspective. Gone. It is gone. crazy. Tom Sandoval still holding on strong. Though. Yes, he is. I have a feeling he's going to do well. Yeah. I think he's going to make it to the end. I think so too. I, I do. All right, you guys, the hot coffee topic is so sad. It is with such sadness that I talk about the death of Suzanne Summers. Man. And and that one really made me sad because grew up watching her. I grew up watching her with my mom. Three's Company. My mom loved Three's Company. We watched so I watched a lot of shows with my mom. We we enjoyed TV together. And it was such a good show. And it was like before it's like ahead of its time. Yeah. Kind of remember. Yeah. But it was like about three room. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. So for those of you who don't yeah. know, the Three's Company was like three roommates, but it was two girls and a guy. And the guy was played by John Ritter and the landlord of the apartment was super like old school. So the only way that he let John Ritter live with them was they, he pretended to be gay. Oh, do you remember that? No, that no? I don't remember. Yeah. He had to pretend. Uh -uh. To I be, swear I didn't know that. But they like made me back in the day. I think they were like by the beach and they had this cool little apartment and made me want, oh, that sounds so cool to grow up and yeah. have roommates. Exactly. But not really, though. Now no, that I think about not, it. No. Roommates can be a nightmare. Yeah. Like, I, I've had different roommates. You've never experienced that, but I have. Yes. I was going to say I haven't had roommates. It wasn't too bad. My roommates were pretty good that I had. I had Eric Moe. It wasn't too bad at all, actually. I don't have a bad oh, experience. Oh, we had a bad experience. 
Oh, forgot about that roommate the in Vegas. The only roommate yes. I've ever had. I just drew a blank. Was with you. And the reason yeah. it made perfect sense, you guys, because we had a part time residence yes. in Vegas. It was a part time residence. So why not have a roommate? Because we're not going to be there very often. So it's a great, sweet deal for the roommate. Yes. Because you split the rent down the middle. Yep. But they only have to deal with us once a month or whatever, right? Yeah. So we had a sweet deal. But let me tell you, you do not know somebody until you live with somebody. Man, never do that again. It was some crazy shit. First of all, the, the let's talk about the hygiene. I have God. to share. Go ahead, like, address it. It was this person could not have been filthier, like filthy. And this is a beautiful apartment at the Veer Towers. On at, the strip. Right next to the Aria. Yep. Beautiful floor to ceiling windows. Like you don't want to disrespect this place. Okay. It was gorgeous. And this roommate was a complete, it was filthy. And the thing was, he would know, he would want to know when we were coming into town. And so unbeknownst to us, he would clean it. I still would come there and think this is filthy, but it wasn't like kick the guy out filthy because yeah. he would clean it. Yeah. This is a small ass world. Okay. Cause a friend of mine who I went to high school with, happened to end up at my apartment because I don't know if they were partying with him or knew him through someone else or whatever. Cause this is Vegas, right? A lot of people in and out of town. Yep. And she contacted me and said, I don't, I think I'm in your apartment. That was crazy. I remember that. She goes, I think I'm in your apartment and it's, I don't think you'd be very happy. Like it would, there was a part, there was a huge party going on or it was a filthy, the floors were black. Oh, so he was bringing people back there to party. Yeah, of Trying course. Trying to be the cool guy. Trying to be the cool guy with, oh, look at my fancy okay, apartment. Dark. Yeah. So annoying. But I have a crazier story. I have a crazier story that I got to share. Sure. So this is years ago, right? So this is where it wasn't normal to have ring cameras and cameras everywhere. Now it's just commonplace. If you, like, I would have put a camera in our bedroom <clears throat> just to make sure no one was in our bedroom bef- now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But back then it wasn't very common. But when we would go, a lot of times I would go without you or I would get there before you, but yeah. I did notice that there was like a funny contraption in the living room, like right, right by the TV. I didn't know what it was. Come to find out it was a webcam. It was a webcam. Yeah. And as I started, we started to have these bad experiences with the roommate and just like things weren't going well. I started to just pay attention. He had this girlfriend and I don't know. It just felt like people were in and out of his room a lot. And yeah, I so it was I, weird. So I put my little inspector gadget hat on and I did a little internet research and found her. I found his girlfriend advertising. She was a webcam girl. Of course. And in the stills, all I could find was stills because I didn't sign up for anything or whatever. But in the still shots, I could tell that it was in our apartment and that's why there was that little webcam there wow so they were running a full-blown cam business out of our apartment remember that when we freaked out yeah unbeaten after all that we parted ways let's just put it that way and we kept that apartment just us for a while gave that dude the boot don't kick rocks that was a horrendous experience and it was not easy to get rid of him either. Uh, no. I thought I was going to have to manhandle him. I was going to let him know. You got to go or I'm, I'm going to turn into a beast on you. So take your pick, whichever one you want. But you got to go. Get your shit and go. There was, yeah. You guy's a bum. I'll tell him those faces I see in Vegas. a bum and a leech and a mooch. A lot of people in Vegas, let me tell you guys something. Let me break it down mm-hmm. to you. A lot of these people that move from the barrier to Vegas, bums and leeches. That's all they do. They go out there. They bum off people. They go there with their sob stories. I swear, we've re- we've seen it. We ran into them. Yeah, they pretend to be the cool person, yep, but yep. really they just show up at your... They have a thing. Yeah, They're, break the, it down and how they do it out what there. What they do is they go once you're already been partying for a little bit. Yes. So they'll go to your table or whatever because they know when you're a little intoxicated, you're like, oh yeah, party. And then yep. they'll bring people with them that they're entertaining like people from out of town or whatever. And then they pretend to them like, oh, look at all these people I know. And suddenly there's all these strangers drinking your alcohol and on your table. And these strangers literally think that it's like the mooches stuff. Yes. It's not. It's a lot of that. A lot of that. God, I've never seen so many mooches and leeches in Vegas in my life. Jesus. 
it's we've Tons. had some experiences. They're everywhere. They're in the barrier too. They're everywhere. No, but I felt like it was a lot in Vegas. Vegas is a lot, man. And they when they find out you're coming into town, where are you gonna be at? Who are you gonna go? Woo-woo. None of your business. How about that? Shout out to my boy Ivan. I remember he used to disconnect his phone and I want to answer it because of that. Because when he came into town, everybody wanted to go leech and mooch on his table. Yeah, that's it was just awful. Yeah. It was awful. But the whole webcam thing, I'm telling you, when I came across yeah. those pictures and I'm like, oh, that's my couch. Right. Like ours. You got to understand, the furnishings, everything was ours. Not this just- person rented a room and was running a freaking webcam thing out of our apartment couple of girls you, you saw were doing it at the apartment. Yes. Yes. There was another person that I came across a post and I could tell it was my blanket. Listen, you don't, you cannot pull the wool over my eyes. I'm pretty sharp. I always say you should have been a fed. And I was like, Hey, look at this picture. Is that our blanket? Is this chick nude on our, on my blanket right now in our living room? Like what the F yeah. remember? Yep. I do. I was not happy. Not happy at all. Something about Vegas, man. It just attracts like, it brings the worst out of people or just people with their worst just behavior become to Vegas. It's a trip. It's like a mooching ass, leeching ass town. I don't know. Especially with that party scene. I'm so glad we're done with it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it brings out like the worst. Dude. The, the worst people. Yes, it does. It really does. Remember we had a couple, we went out there. I, I forgot know. what it was and a couple was just... Linger and want to hang out with us. They're like, okay, you can go now. We're, we're not here yeah, together. They, she, they actually Fuck. got into our onto our cab, and I got right out. I was like, why are they coming with us? They mm-hmm. got in, yeah. and I got out, and yeah. then they got out. And I'm like, oh no, I was going to give you guys the first taxi or whatever. And yeah. they got out. You know why they got out? Because they didn't have money to pay the taxi. They were trying to l- leech onto our taxi ride so that we would pay for the tick for the cab ride. People literally move to Vegas to go party, do drugs, alcohol, and all that shit. They become leeches and mooches. Yeah, just awful. For real, it's bad. We could go on and on forever if we yeah. wanted to. We'll share more stories as, yeah. as the Ship time goes on. Ship us some up of our douchery, our Vegas days. Oh, the douchery. Yeah. They got their fix on the douchery yeah. last week. Yeah, I bet they did. <laughs> all right, you guys, hold my coffee. Hold my coffee. Comes to us from... Barbara W-I-5-T-G. And she says, Barbara, she says, I love your recipes, but could it please not show, but could you please not show so much chest? Sorry, not at all trying to hurt your feelings. It's just so out there. Obviously, it's your choice. Just a suggestion. Barbara, may I make a suggestion to you, Barbara? Let me give you a can of confidence. How about that, Barbara? Go get you some confidence. Stop being insecure and portraying insecurities on no, other people. No, but I don't know if it's that or if like people... Yeah, keep... it is that. I'll call it how it is. Because I feel like it's probably someone who's older or something. So what? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but what my response to her was just basically, with all due respect, this is my channel. It's not... This yes. is not Romper Room. It's no. not like the Disney Channel. No. It's adult content on my... Yep. Like for adults. It, it's actually... I don't know if you guys know this, but when I... When you do YouTube videos... You actually, there's a certain button you press, or I rate, I have to rate all my videos actually, but there's a button I press that says not for kids. Yep. But like. Not for kids. But I want to wear what I want when I want. Next time somebody's going to come on here, some insecure dude, I doubt it, because men have have pride and ego or pride. Next thing you know, somebody telling me, can you cover up mine? Because your tattoos are scary or some shit. It's just shit. a weird comment Get to make. Like, why would you, why does it matter? Why does it matter? I'll tell you why it matters. Because she secretly wishes she had fake boobs. She's probably a busted ass chick. I'll say it. I don't care. I don't think that's what it is. Something. She's insecure. I don't. Some insecurities. In the way this comment was posted, I feel like it's one of those like ultra conservative people. That's just, oh my word. There you go. Look at her boobs. I don't think you're, I I don't get, I I understand what you're coming from, but in this comment, I don't think that's what it is. I literally (laughs) think it's like some conservative buttoned up. Yeah. Person. I've never been conservative. I'm not a no. conservative person. No, none. And We're with not- all due respect, there's millions and millions of creators on YouTube. So you have to find the creator that you resonate with, but you should never go to someone's page and try to dictate their wardrobe or whatever. The nerve, the audacity of people that do that. Dude, is this your page? No. Shut the f- up and move on if you don't like it. It I doesn't feel- hurt my feelings. She said, yeah. I hope it doesn't hurt your feelings. Not at all. Not it doesn't at all. hurt my. It's just, I filmed that day. That's what I happen to be wearing. That's what you get. That's just who I am. Sometimes you're going to get frumpy in like a garbage bag, and sometimes you're going to get cleavage. 
It just is what it is. I don't censor myself. The funny thing no. is you cannot please everybody. No, you can't. Because like on that same token, I'll have a comment when I'm wearing like baggy sweats and someone will be like, oh man, that's not figure flattering at all. You should wear something that's more figure flattering or whatever. It's just, you can't please everyone. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. I'm going to wear what I want to wear when I want to wear it. The audacity of people, of humans, always want to control other humans with their two cents or their opinions or this or that. How about you wear whether you want to wear it? How about that? What about what you wear? Yeah, and my channel, it's not, I don't have a what? channel that's catered towards men or like sexy content or whatever. I feel totally safe and comfortable wearing whatever I want. My channel is is 90% women yep. and it's not, I don't even get like perverted comments on my videos or anything on YouTube because I don't have a male audience. So I don't even feel uncomfortable to wear what I want to wear. I feel like when I'm on YouTube, like I'm hanging with my ladies, like we're having coffee and exactly. chit chatting about recipes and it shouldn't make you uncomfortable. I don't know what is wrong with, with showing a little, this is what I say. Don't somebody said a comment today on my on my drive up. I was on a live driving at Sacramento this morning. And somebody said, Why am I on here watching this channel or something? I said, I didn't ask you to come here and watch this channel. Yeah, you why you, are can, you, you can fucking get off my channel, off the live, and unfollow you, idiot. You just wanted some attention, huh? So I'm gonna blast you. So I blasted his name to everybody. I said, Look at this idiot, you guys. This moron on here. Why am I watching? Why are you watching it? Why are you watching it? You did I don't shit? watch things I don't want to watch. Yeah, hello? God <laughs> damn, humans are so dumb. Come on, man. It's so stupid. If I don't like something, keep it moving. Yeah. I don't say nothing. I don't talk bad. I, I just keep it yeah, moving. Yeah, just keep it moving. I, I, Me I too. watch it or I don't watch it. I don't continue watching. I keep it moving. Yeah. I am. I, I don't like certain things. I won't watch it. That's just how I am. It's just it's weird to way. me that someone would like me. Can I make a suggestion? No, you cannot. On Don't make same... a suggestion on your own channel. Okay. How about that? <laughs> okay. On that same token, I had another comment that said, oh my God, everything about this video, I loved it. Your outfit, your hair, the food, but I have to address the elephant or should I say tatas in the room. Can you make a video about your breast enhancement? So she's questioning, what did I have done? Okay. So just to let oh. you guys know, I had them done twice. Okay. So I had them done back in like 2009 and originally I had done saline and 330 cc's. I've always had very large breasts since puberty. And then with the rapid weight gain and weight loss that I experienced after my pregnancies, they were just deflated. They were flapjacks. So the 330 cc's wasn't actually big enough because I, st I had more skin to fill in and I didn't want to have to get a lift. I didn't really need a lift because yeah. of the way not to be TMI, but if your nipples kind of point forward, you don't really need a lift if you fill out the tissue because the nipples are still going to be pointed forward. If they're gotcha. starting to turn down, then you might want to have a lift oh. and take some of the excess skin. So I didn't need to have a lift if I went a little larger. So I actually ended up having another surgery in 2012 where I went much larger. I did the 550 and then I switched it for silicone. So I've actually had them in for many years already. Yeah. 11 years. Shout out to your doctor, man. That, that guy was good. And they're, for being as large as they are, the fact that I can wear a no bra and that they're, it's just amazing. Yeah. I love them and I don't have any issues, any symptoms or side effects. It was so there. But see that here, here's the beauty of it. You're not afraid to talk about it. You're not going to shy away or nothing. You keep it real. That's the thing. We keep it real here. We might piss some people off. We might trigger some people, but we keep it real. There's a reason why the show is called Candidly with Coffee, but we talk our shit too. That's part of the show. And if people yeah. don't like it or we offend you, we're not for you then. There's plenty of other YouTubers out there and content creators. Go watch them. Conservative yeah. channels, go watch them. You know what's crazy is until I got that comment, I actually had to go back to the video. I didn't even realize that like my boobs, I mean, they were out there. I was wearing that jumpsuit, that yeah. CRZ yoga jumpsuit. Oh, okay. So they were very, they were ta-ta, the ta-tas were ta-taing. They're like, hello. <laughs> you know what's so funny? We're here. The we funny thing up. is she said ta-tas and my, and it's not related, but my nieces call me ta-ta. That's they, my, they do. That's my name, they but do. it has nothing to do with my boobs, but it cracks no. me up because I'm ta-ta. Auntie Tata. Yeah, not even Auntie Tata, just ta. That's true. Ta. ta, -ta. It's funny. It's cute. All right, moving on to Comment Corner. 
to our supporters of this show, I wanted hey. to say welcome to all the new subscribers and listeners. I loved interacting with all of you guys on the last episode. And thank you so much for commenting and letting us know that you're new. Welcome to our show. So excited to have you guys as part of the show. And as part of our show, we communicate a lot with our listeners. So if you ever have a question or you think you might have a good topic idea for one of our episodes, please let us know, comment and let us know because more likely than not, your comment's going to be featured and it's going to make up a big portion of the show because we build the topics around a lot of these comments. So I wanted to shout out Cindy Emma Russi. New to the show, this is my third podcast, but I've watched your other videos for about one month, so I'm fairly new. I used to skip the podcast, but I happened to listen to one, and now I'm hooked. Love nice. that. Got her. Yes. Thank you very we much. Got thank you, you on the hook. Got you on the hook. In a good way. In a good way. Yes. Thank you so much. Hopefully, you continue to enjoy them. And the next one comes to us from Claudia Hall, 3138. She says, Janine, 54 years old here in the middle of the pause feeling great, strong, and lean. It's totally possible. There you have it. See? See that? All right. Well, I love what, that. What is it? How old is she? 54. There you go. They probably told her, wait till you're 50. Yeah. So what about all those people that told her, wait till you're 50? She told them, hold my coffee because yep. I'm 54. What's up? And I feel great, strong, and lean. So there's that. Yep. Build that muscle, ladies. All right. Moving on to the next comment. It's from Bisha1. And she says, thanks for all the podcasts. She has a lot of questions, by the way, so sit tight. It's all based around our MOTC experience. So she wants basically to know, get an update on the MOTC. How does it feel? Was it worth it? So on and so forth. I'll put her comment up on the screen. It's pretty long. But to go over each of the questions, she wants to know, for one, are we still, is there any reason why we stopped talking about it? No. The only reason we stopped talking about it was because we actually took it for two months and then we were going to take a little moratorium from it because that was always the the plan was to take it for two months, then take a month off and go back to it. Yeah. And right when we were going to go back to it, we actually started working with a different clinic online that's helping us with our HRT and they also offer peptides and they are peptides also through the compound pharmacy, very legitimate. So at through that process, what's the name we, of the company? I wanted to hold off before I promote the company okay. because gotcha. we haven't really had our full experience where I can say, Hey, go do it. True that. True yeah. That. Good. Okay. That's a good point. You Cause do we're, we're still in the beginning stages. So <clears throat> far the process has been great. We're using this company to do our HRT and get peptides, but we haven't got our hands on anything from them yet. And we're not actively administering any peptides yet, but as we are, we're going to be sharing it. Yes. And we're going to talk about that a little bit in this episode as well. But so there's no reason other than the fact that we stopped talking about it because we stopped taking it. And then we didn't restart when we were going to just because we switched companies and now we're doing it all online, which is great because once we do start talking about it, it will be easier for people to get their hands on it as well because it is a company that specializes in the telehealth. Yes. So you could do everything online. Yep. And the question was, did you stop the treatment after eight weeks? And yes, we did stop after the eight weeks. I would say she wants to know, do I feel like taking the MOTS-C peptide contributed to any of my weight loss? So All in all, I feel like I've lost about 15 pounds of menopause weight gain. I do feel like it did speed things up a little bit. If I were to try to put a number on it, based on the deficit that I had myself set at, I feel like taking the MOTC for that two months gave me an extra two pounds of weight loss. Because like in two months, I lost 10 pounds instead of eight. It definitely gave me energy to push. I know yeah. that. I felt, I do feel the difference. And so in hindsight, this is my experience with Motsi. I feel like the first few days I felt more energized, hundred percent. I felt more energy. I felt like I was pushing harder in my workouts. I felt stronger. Just that's how I can explain it is just, I felt like I had a like boost juice in me. Boost juice. I, I like that. I do feel like it tapered off. Like it's the strongest the day of the injection. And then each day it kind of tapers off. By seven days, I don't feel anything in it at all. Probably 
was an indication that it's something you may want to take more often than every seven. We were taking it every seven days. I think the recommendation is every five days. I think that does make more sense. Oh, yeah. So I do feel like it ramped up my energy. I do not feel like it crashed my energy, though. I feel like it ramped it up, and it's a gradual fall off. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel that way, too? Yeah, exactly. It's not a crash. It's not like all of a sudden you go up and down. That's horrible. No. When you shoot straight to the sky, all of a sudden it just comes crashing down. Yeah, I do not feel like it was... Like it unpl- like I felt unplugged when I stopped taking it. So I would definitely consider doing it again. It definitely works. I felt that second gear. Remember I'm telling you I've been missing yeah. that second gear, a little mm-hmm. boost juice. And what's funny is Joe Rogan today, I'm listening to a podcast on my way to my drive home from Sacramento. And he's talking about all this. He's telling, there's a fighter and he's, listen, you're young. You don't need to worry about TRT, none of that. Because they're like, Joe, how do you do it? You're 56. You look great. You did four shows. You got energy. And Joe's, dude, TRT, I do peptides. Cold showers. I, I take care of myself. I eat good. I'm able to do these four shows at 56 years mm-hmm. old, perform, run his own club, staff his own club, and he's an announcer for the UFC on top of going on tours. The dude is a beast. Mm-hmm. There you have it. He's saying, We're not getting any younger, guys. I'm older. So guess what? I want to make the end of my life the best life. Yeah. That's what he's saying. And I agree. Second half of life should be your best life because the first half, we off. Let's be honest. We drink, we party, we do stupid shit. Second half should be mature. Simmer down as you did with me and hone in and make it better. Yeah. That's optimize. It. Optimize. That's the word. Yeah. Optimize and then you get in flow state. That's what I've been missing. I'm not in flow state like I was. I'm going, I'm pushing, but I don't have that second gear. Yeah. Hopefully with the commencement of your HRT, which we're going to definitely oh, yeah. chronicle on this Watch podcast. This. But so, yeah, so I did feel, I do feel like it, it did help with the, with metabolism. And I think that's some, a tool that I will reserve for cuts for like when I need to drop a few pounds, I'd be like, you know what, I'm going to ramp it up and, and hop on some MOTC. I don't think it's something like I will restart right now just because I feel like I'm slowing down on the cut end of my journey and my goals are shifting so my goals now are shifting to prioritize muscle gain. Yes. That's and, more important, muscle gain. As your goals shift, there's different there's other peptides that are available to us and I don't peptide stuff you guys is insane. And let's just put it this way, is it effective? It's so effective that it's considered performance enhancing and forbidden for professional athletes. For They're not allowed to take it in the UFC. That's what Joe Rogan was saying. He was mad. He goes, how are you guys now? I get it with testosterone because you could cheat, but with peptides, really? Especially peptides that do repair for yeah, muscle recovery. damage like myself. Yeah, like the VP157. My shoulders BPC. are fucked up. Yes. They can't even take that. Yeah. So with also with the BPC157 that he was taking, yep. it was helping yes, it while was. you were on it. But even now, knowing what we know through this new company is BPC-157 is something you should be injecting every day while you're on your treatment. Yeah. Because it loses its effectiveness quick, quickly. Hella quick. So in his, he's, you are going to be hopping back on BPC. Oh, yeah. My shoulders. You do feel ache. like it's worth it. Yes. But a daily regimen, so more going at it a little harder. Yep through this new company that we're working with. And then there's another peptide since our goals are shifting, both of us, right? Our fat, our, we're pretty lean. We're at the point where we're pretty lean. We're shifting our goals to gaining muscle. So in addition yes. to potentially HRT, which is hormone replacement therapy, we're going to incorporate another peptide. So specifically, there's tons, guys, when it comes to peptides. There's but, a lot. Ozempic's a peptide, you guys, just so you know. Yeah, so... <laughs> I see, yeah. and and I'm shifting towards a peptide that's going to help with muscle growth and recovery and things like that. So yep. for us, it's the IGF LR3 peptide. I can't wait. And it's basically IGF is an insulin growth factor. It's a peptide hormone that plays a crucial role in promoting growth and development in the human body. So some of the things that this peptide will do: it's cell growth and repair, muscle building, bone health fat burning, aging, and performance enhancement. So it's literally going to help us feel stronger and have more effective workouts, which will help us to feel better. At the end of the day, I want to feel better. That too, but I want to feel better inside, not just Mm -hmm. outside, inside. Feel better. 
Yeah, longevity. so it's, it's totally different than the MOTC. So they they do different things. So based on when it comes to figuring out what peptide is optimal for you, that's why it's important to work with the clinic that they can assess what your goals are and they can make recommendations based on where you're at, how your health is, and what your goals are. So to summarize though, yes, I would recommend MOTC. It's something that I myself would definitely do again if I need to go on another cut, which everybody needs to go on a cut. Usually once a year, a mini cut is pretty common. So the next time I cut, will I do MOTC? Absolutely. I do feel like it sped things up while I was on it. But as far as my next journey into peptides, it's going to be the IGF LR3, the IGF1 LR3. And I'm excited to share with you guys what that does and what how I feel taking that. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. But it's coming. Stay tuned. So MOTC, I would say, is like a metabolism booster, right? It's going to give you a little boost choose for your metabolism. Everybody thinks they have a slow metabolism. I feel like everybody says, oh, I have a slow metabolism. And they blame their age. They just think they do. Always, yeah. yeah First of all, your metabolism actually doesn't slow down just because you get older. The reasons why people's metabolism slows down, and this is separate from if you have a medical condition. If you have a thyroid issue, a hypothyroidism, <clears throat> your metabolism is slower. But when you take the medication to correct the thyroid, it will also help the metabolism. Yeah. My other sister has issues that, with a thyroid. Other so than right. that, the your metabolism doesn't slow down with age unless you lose muscle. Now, yes, with age, we do lose muscle. Yes, we do. We, we do. But if you actively work to prevent the muscle loss and in fact, instead gain muscle, that will help your age-related slow metabolism. But I can tell you this, most people just think they have a slow metabolism, but it's not that you have a slow metabolism. It's just that you eat way more than you think, and that's why you're gaining weight. Not only that, babies, people just love to throw shit out there and make assumptions about themselves that they really don't know. Yeah, they just like, really It's don't. like bro science. Just throw it out there. It's my metabolism. It's my hormones. Is it really, though? Did you really nail that down, or are you just throwing that out there for a certain T of a fact? You talked to your doctor? Yeah. It said that? Yeah, know. most people just throw something out there. Yeah, but, they do. but there are natural ways to boost your metabolism. Listen, we all want a fast metabolism. A fast metabolism is going to make it so that you can actually eat more and not gain weight. Yep. Okay. Who doesn't want that? Who exactly. wants to be able to at rest? And what I mean by a fast metabolism, it means that the energy that your body burns in order to function at rest is more than normal. Yes. So if you're right now, you're burning 1200 calories at rest. Let's say you could increase your metabolism and burn 1500 at rest. That means doing absolutely nothing extra. You can eat 300 more calories per day or 2100 calories per week yeah. and not gain any weight. That's the beauty of having a fast metabolism and people avoid the number one thing that builds your metabolism. Do you know what it is? Building muscle. Building muscle. Building muscle, the most important. That's why if you want longevity in weight loss and able to sustain your weight loss, your goals need to be focused, need to be based on building muscle. Building muscle is going to put your metabolism on autopilot. True. Hi. You, you know what I've seen recently? There's a lady... Uh, I think she's a doctor. I'm not sure, but I, I like her page. The reason is she's showing her parents working out. Her mom is 75, her dad's at 83. She just did an update on her page, and her parents joined the gym, and she's filming them working out. Very slow, controlled, chest mm -hmm. press, lap pulls. Mm -hmm. But they're in the gym working out, 75, 83. This is a couple. They're, they're going to probably extend their life, who knows, maybe an mm -hmm. extra five years by just joining the gym and building more muscle and belonging to a community of the gym yeah. people. The more better they get at it, the more comfortable they get, the happier they're going to be. They're going to wake up looking forward to work out every day. That's how everybody should be. You should be happy to work out. Not, ah, oh, I'm dreading it. You should be happy. Yeah. There's some people can't work out. There's people that cannot go to the gym, physically cannot go to the gym. They have ailments. They can't go. Okay. So, so back to metabolism. Building muscle, that's number one. Okay. Number one, you should be focused on building muscle. But there's also some other things you can do. Just staying active in general is going to help you speed up your metabolism. On the days that you are active, like you elevate your heart rate, or even after, say, like a hit work, hit style workout, your body, your metabolism is going to stay revved up for a period of time 
after that workout. So the days that you can be active, it's not just about the calories you burn during the actual exercise. You'll actually burn more calories at rest on the highly active days because things are revved up. So that's another thing. Just moving your body in general is going to support your metabolism. Eating enough protein. People do not realize this, but protein has a very high thermic effect. What that means is it takes a lot of calories for your body to break it down. So you'll burn more calories on the days you eat higher protein. True. Because it's like your body, the machine has to rev up to process the protein. So the more protein you eat, the more calories you burn. So the more calories you allocate towards protein, the better. That's why we say always aim for, shoot for the stars on your protein. It's not going to hurt you. Or your body takes more energy to break down protein than yeah, any other exactly. micronutrients. So that right there. To the itself. tune of 25%. So if you eat a piece of steak and it's 100 calories, after your body processes it, it's net 75 calories because it took about 25 calories for the body to digest that 100 calorie piece of steak. If you eat 100 calories worth of broccoli, it's 99 calories. So maybe it takes a calorie to process it. So see the difference? That's why, and that's where the whole, the old, your favorite word, the old adage that it's not just about calories in, calories out. Nope. That's where that comes from. It's because yes, that is true. Certain calories hold, take more energy to digest. And so if you, the bulk of your diet is things that require more energy, the net effect will be a bigger calorie deficit, even though you ate the same amount of calories. That's why a lot of coaches recommend eating pure protein versus shakes. Don't rely on shakes so much. I'm a fan of shakes, but a lot rather eat meat and stuff because of that reason. Right. It takes more energy to break down your food. Yeah. So especially if you have a competitor where a competitor where every calorie counts and they're already on really low calories right before they're about to step on stage and say they had a protein target of a hundred calories. If they hit that protein target with a shake versus hitting that protein target with a steak, they're going to get more benefit from eating it with the steak because their calorie, they're going to have a bigger calorie deficit and more fat loss. Super facts. So let me ask you this while we're here on air talking about this. So you think you could get just, let's just say, I know it's not possible. Maybe it is, but can I get just as muscular if it was possible on pure shakes and yogurts and cut out meat completely versus if I ate meat, eggs, and chicken? I think so. Yeah. You think you could be, you could be equal. Yes. You think my, my Pretty, body it's, be- it's close enough. It's close enough to where that's not where the benefit comes from. No, it's the I know. benefit. From, do you know what I'm asking you though, right? Yes, I okay. do. Okay. The benefit comes from the whole food versus the, it's because the whole food's going to keep you more. Satiety. It's going to be easier to eat low calories. It's going to keep you fuller longer. Yep. It's going to give you that thermic effect. So it's those benefits thermic that effect. why, but the high quality whey protein is still going to give you like the muscle building effects, but you don't get those extra other benefits. So yeah. to me, yeah. a happy medium is a combination of both. Yes, I it's agree. A, no, a I'm in agreement with both. you. I was anti because there was a bodybuilder that I trained with a pro and he was no, I just eat all food, no shakes, it's bullshit. But back then, you're talking about 25 years ago, the protein was probably garbage back then. All right. So the next way to keep your metabolism nice and healthy is staying hydrated. People don't realize this, but once you are already thirsty, you're already dehydrating. Do not let yourself get thirsty. You should be drinking water. You I have to do the commentary. Yeah, to throw that in there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you should be drinking water all throughout the day. And preferably cold water all throughout the day is going to give you even a little more edge because when you drink cold water, it keeps your body temperature lower and it keeps your body trying to always achieve that homeostasis, trying to get that, trying to be balanced with the body temperature. Yep. And that burns calories. So Not only is staying hydrated going to keep your metabolism from slowing down from the dehydration, the cold water is also just going to give you, it's not a huge benefit, okay? I'm not saying cold water is going to burn all kinds of calories, but it does any little edge. Are you sure you're not saying that, babe? Huh? Nothing. Oh, my God. This guy, annoying. (laughs) Moving right along. The other thing that's going to help is sleep, getting sufficient sleep. Facts. You do not want to disrupt your sleep because that can cause issues with your metabolism as well. 
this is, I know that this is now we're just like grasping for straws, but there is something out there that says when you eat things that are very spicy, revs up your metabolism a little bit as well, like peppers and. I've always heard that. Yeah. I love spicy food, regardless mm-hmm. whether it does that or not. I just love my food spicy, but there's times where I'd be sweating. So mm-hmm. something's working. Yeah. And anything that elevates your heart rate. So not that I'm advocating for this, but like anything like supplements, caffeine, coffee, anything where it's going to, you're going to, your heart rate's going to pump up a little bit. When mm-hmm. your heart rate's beating faster, you're burning more calories that it's, that directly correlates. So your caffeine does help you burn more calories. It also gives you more energy. And then if you have more energy, you're going to move more, therefore burn more calories. So that's another. Um, Push hard in the gym too. You're right. Yeah. So those are just some things that are going to help. I think the biggest one that a lot of people miss the mark on is they're not, they don't stay hydrated. No, dude. You know how many people I get on my boys? I'm trying. Try harder. Drink more water, man. You got to stay hydrated, you guys. Yeah. I don't understand. And they're like, oh, I'm holding water. I feel this way. Yeah, because you're not drinking enough water. You're down in coffee and diet sodas or whatever that stuff and protein shakes. Any water, man. And then on that token, too, if you're drinking coffee, you have to know that coffee is actually a diuretic. So for every coffee you drink, you need to back it up with water as well because yeah. you, you do not I want to be dehydrated. If you feel thirsty, you are already dehydrated. And know this that when you're dehydrated, your metabolism is slow, it's not efficient. And so that's a common one. I feel like. What do you think the most common one is? I think it's that one. And then I just don't think people eat enough protein. Those two, 100%. And they think, oh, I can't eat that much. Hold up, slow down. I've had clients, I don't, can't eat that much meat. You don't have to. We'll give you the cheat code. I just told you guys. Fair life milk, protein powder, and fire yogurt. Those are like our go-tos. When you're long, what I do when I'm long protein, I make a double scoop shake, double serving of milk, 75 grams of protein right there. Bam. Mm-hmm. Just gave you my cheat code, you guys. Yeah. People don't, I don't know. People just, they put this mental block like they can't achieve it. Like it's not impossible, dude. It's not that hard. It's some, there's days I don't want to eat 200 grams of protein in. So I use shakes and yogurts yeah. to make up for it. I don't feel like eating tons of meat every day either. Me neither. That's why I always no. like to have something that's like super high in protein. One, one thing a day that's 50 yes. grams because then it makes yes. the rest of my goal very easy and attainable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I always tell my clients. Like, dude, make a shake. One shake. That has 50 grams minimum. It's easy to do. Really easy. That's it. That's a 30 year calories. To me, the most exciting thing is the thought of if I can put more muscle on my body, not only is it going to look better. Yeah. It's going to look better. The scale's going to be up. I don't care what the scale says. It's going to make you look my, more youthful. My body composition is going to be better. And not only am I going to look better, but my metabolism is going to be higher. That means my calorie intake can be higher. To me, that's incentive enough to be strong, to put, make muscle building a priority, which what does that mean? That means a consistent resistance training program with progressive overload and then eating adequate protein to support the muscle growth. And then of course, any other little magic potions that I can do to even boost it even more, which we're going to try this IGF and see if that gives me a little bit of an edge along with eventually some sort of hormone replacement therapy, which I haven't received my lab work back yet. So I don't know what that entails, but when I do know, I will absolutely be sharing it. Of course. You know what? I want to harp on something. I want to talk about something you just said. That's very interesting about the scale. You're like, you're not worried about going up because a lot of women are freak out about going up. And I'm dealing with something different where my men are freaking out about going down too low. They're so worried about, they're hung up on a number like, dude, who gives a shit about the number on the scale? Lose body fat, bro. When you're ripped, who cares? No one's going to ask you, hey, sir, but, well, you look great, man. What are you doing? But what do you weigh? No one ever asked me what I weigh. They asked me what I'm doing, not what I weigh. Mm-hmm. Men are so hung up on this number. Dude, does the number make you feel more confident? And women are the opposite. Women want that number to go as, as low as possible. They want it to be as low yes. as possible. Yes. But at the same token, they'll be like, I want to build muscle. But it's like they want the number. If you're Muscle's building muscle, fat, yes. it's not heavier than fat. It's more solid, more dense. But it's not heavier than fat. That's I mean, an incorrect it's, statement. It's, one pound of muscle is the same weight as one pound of fat. 
The yes. volume, though, of yes. fat is bigger than muscle. Yes, it takes up less volume. Yes. So you will, you can be a tinier person with heavier weight on the scale if you swap out fat for muscle, because fat takes up more space in your body. Yeah, you could get two people her weight, two hundred twenty pound women, exactly the same weight. One could be skinny fat, and the other one could be a muscular one hundred twenty pounds. It's just how you build your body. Yeah, it's called, and that's what we call recomposition. Yes. Recomposition is when you lose body fat and you then you put some weight back on. So now it's, okay, I'm down to 119, right? So now that I've lost 119, I still would like to lose some more body fat. So I would like to lose more body fat, but I want to put on more muscle than I have body fat to lose. Yep. So either my weight's going to stay about the same or it's going to come up a few pounds. Yeah. But my body's going to look entirely different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The matter, the scale, the number on the scale doesn't mean squat diddly. It matters just, how you look. Yeah, it's just a data point. Yes, that's all it is. I, I think that for whatever reason, we I know because I've been there. I would have went off if somebody had told me 10 years ago, hey, bro, you're going to be down 165 to get to 8 or 7% body fat. I would be like, you're out of your mind, 165. That's too skinny, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't. I got down there. I still have muscle. Yeah. I'm lean. I'm no, happy. I, know. I feel good. I would never have, I wouldn't guess what your weight is right now. No. Knowing no. you, I would have, I would look at you and think you're, I would have said, oh, 185. Yeah. See, I'm 20 pounds lighter than that almost. That's shocking to me. That's shocking it's, because it, I, I mean, even you said, even we said yeah. data points. We're like, okay, 180 would be my new baseline. Yeah. 180 is considered heavy for me now. Go up to 180. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. I did want to touch on one thing before we finish this episode. That's a common thing. Since we're talking about metabolism, a lot of people think that they their metabolism is slow because they don't eat enough. And that's why they're not losing weight. Okay. Although it is possible for what's called metabolic adaptation. And what happens is metabolic adaptation is if your metabolism slows down after long periods of eating very low calories. So like long periods, like six consistent months eating cumulatively very low calories. Will your metabolism and that BMR start to shift downward to accommodate the consistent low calories? Yes. The good news is it also adapts in the other direction too. So once you start to bump those calories up, it'll rise to the occasion. So it goes in both directions, which is good. But in my experience, when people say, that, oh, they're not eating enough and that's why they're gaining weight because our metabolism is slow. Nine times out of 10, that is not what happened, okay? What actually happened is maybe you are trying to eat too little calories and it's so difficult to do that you accomplish it some days, but then you go off the chains other days. And over time, the cumulative number is not low. Perception is that it's low, It sure as hell feels like it's low, but it's not low. It's not low enough consistently enough that actually caused your metabolism to slow down. That is the experience I've had. I've coached thousands of women and usually they think they're under eating. Therefore, that's why they're gaining weight, but it's not because they're under eating. It's because they are under eating some days, which causes them to overeat other days and that's why the weight gain, and it has nothing to do with their metabolism at all. I suspect that many of you who maybe tuned into this episode are in that boat where you think you have a slow metabolism, but give yourself some credit. It's probably not slow. In most cases, it's not that it's slow unless you have a diagnosed medical condition, and it's just a lack of consistency, and that's all it that is. That part. So it's a good thing, though. It's a good thing. I don't want you to think that's a bad thing. You took something good out of this video if you can acknowledge that maybe your metabolism isn't slow at all and maybe it's just that you haven't been consistent enough on your calorie intake or your targets are too low too aggressive if that's the case get a macro assessment get less aggressive macro targets and uh, it'll be easier to stay consistent and then you can really see what your metabolism is doing people think they know and they can guess the game of eating and calories and macros listen even you as good as you've done it what happens when you let loose off the reins a little bit? Yeah, you, the weight comes on. There you go. And it's, the thing with me was because I let loose off the reins, but I didn't completely let the reins go. It was almost even worse because the weight crept on slowly. And slowly. then I didn't notice it until it was noticeable. Yeah. Whereas if I would have just gone gangbusters, 
then I would have been like, yep, I'm gaining weight and I know it. I better hop back on. And, then, back and on. then what happened the minute you, you, you caught yourself and you're like, oh shit, I got to turn this around. What did you do? You went back to you? Yeah. And what's tracking. interesting, I went back to tracking, same calorie deficit that I've used before, the same one before menopause worked the same way after menopause. I did not drop it. It did not make it lower. If anything, it's a little higher. Yeah. Smart. Cause you're building muscle, yeah. which is good. You're utilizing those extra yeah. calories. So calorie deficit still works and menopause doesn't slow down your metabolism either. That's another common no. myth. It does not slow down Lies. your metabolism. So, all right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you on the next one. Yeah.